The Cuvée Group is a Florida-based marketing and training consulting firm. We help businesses communicate to their target audience and engage them in conversation. We also help to expand their audiences, which will ultimately result in growth for those organizations. In addition to being a certified constant contact specialist, my colleagues and I are also certified in John Maxwell Leadership Principles. We use these proven principles to conduct workshops, training, and private coaching sessions for individuals and companies looking to take things to the next level. Contact us to schedule a free consultation. Issues today, don't delay, call Cuvée. This is the Dean of the College of HBCU Sports, Kenyatta Cavill of Dr. Cavill's Inside the HBCU Sports Lab with Mike Washington and Charles Bishop. Come mix it up in the lab where the course lecture is in session every Tuesday from 6 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time on Facebook Live, YouTube Spreaker, or the BCSN app. As we discuss all things about the HBCU sports culture, including exploring the week that was in the sporting HBCU dashboard as well as the upcoming week of HBCU Sports. With me, the Dean, the College of HBCU Sports, on Dr. Cavill's Inside HBCU Sports Lab with Mike Watts and Charles Bishop. Course lecture dismissed. From novice to aficionado, find yourself here. High quality cigars plus personal customer service. Slowburn is Waco's only mobile cigar lounge, featuring a meticulous curated collection of premium cigars. Visit our website, www.slowburnwaco.com. That's www.slowburnwaco.com. Welcome to a live episode Sunday Somebody evening. Like beat, Brian. Yeah, I know it is pretty catchy. Welcome to the uh, BCS. What was that, Boston or Richard? Hell no, hell no. Too early in the show for that, Kel. Too early in the show. And we come in firing. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. He fired shots already. Firing in with jokes, man. Hey, welcome to the BCS in Sports Trap. Brian Fulford, A.D. Drew, we are your normal host, but joining us is our host, co-host from uh, our ONG Strike Zone show, that's Kelvin Rozier. Uh, K. Rozier, how you doing, man? Good evening. Thanks for joining us tonight. Hey, how y'all guys doing, man? Thanks for having me, man, and uh, it's going to be an interesting show. Yeah, you know, we seems like there's something going on regarding our Rattlers, so it was like, man, we got to 
we got to go on and have uh, Rosary here to kind of talk about it, man. You know, just kind of, you know, get in here and and, and, and get it on. So, uh, so hey, for for those of you who are maybe uh, new to the sports rap or, you, you know, we, me and Drew, uh, about to start year number seven of doing this show. Uh, make sure you're following our show on the Black College Sports Network at MyBCSN1. The number one is where you can find us. Um, download the Jericho Broadcast Network's app on the Google Play or Apple App Store. MyJBN, MyBCSN is where you can find us. So all things HBCU sports specifically on this show. So even though, you know, AD and I are Rattlers, um, you know, we we do talk about the HBCU diaspora. It just so happens uh, that on this particular episode, the lead it's story. OMG takeover. Yeah, ONG takeover. So the lead story <laughs> is uh, you know, Jackson State head co- No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. The, the lead story happens to revolve around Florida A&M University. So uh, let me get some quick shout-outs as I'm seeing the people who have checked in early. Our, our host of uh, our host of regulars and good friends, Tamara T, jumping in. David Garner, Bull, pops in. Um, Mary305, and I'm sure we'll have others as the show. Make sure you are subscribed to the Jericho Broadcast Network's YouTube page. That's the host platform for all of our shows that appear on the Black College Sports Network. So make sure you subscribe and hit that bell so that way you'll get notified anytime there's a show. Okay, so let's just set the headline. All right, so here's what happened. Friday, okay, so let's first, I'm going to do this in sort of a chronologic thing here. I want to know, first question I'm going to ask you in a second is, where were you when you got the notification? For me, okay, I'll start with me. I was in a sleep coma. Um, (laughs) Yes, I I was on my couch. I should have been packing for my for my trip. As you can see from my background, I'm on a I'm I'm at my sister's up in the ATL, a little bit closer to Birmingham. But so I was going to be traveling Saturday, but I get a a call and a text from our good friend, Joanza Green, who we had on the show uh, a couple weeks ago. Right. So Juwan's, my guy hits me up and he's like, B, B, what is this? What's going on? Did you see what happened? I'm like, huh? What? what? I'm like, I'm like, huh? I'm like, uh, you know, the last time, anyway, the last time I was, I was waking out of a sleep, you know, it, it wasn't good news. So I'm already kind of like, I'm like, oh, what, what's going on? What, what's the matter? What happened? And he said, man, are you not seeing what happened with FAMU? Coach Simmons has sent out a statement on social media. And I'm like, huh, what? What? I'm like half sleep, right? Trying to figure out what was said, what was posted. And so on social media, uh, Coach Simmons makes a statement. We'll get into all that in a moment. But that's where I was when it all happened. Drew, where were you? When did you catch wind of this? And then, Kelvin, I'm going to ask you the same thing. Kind of like you, Brian, I had dozed off a little early, maybe around 10-ish or so. I woke up. Don't remember why I woke up. I don't remember if it was 
phone call or just nature call, but it was some kind of call that happened uh, at that point in time. So I just got up and normally before I kind of fall asleep, I just kind of check my check Facebook, check Twitter, just to kind of scroll through and see what's going on. And I think I saw it on my Twitter feed first. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, interesting. Then in the group chat that we're all a member of, then I don't remember who posted it in our group chat first, but somebody posted it also in our, our then I saw it, it was it had been posted in our group chat after I had saw it on Twitter. And I'm like, man, what's going on? And then you know, you start looking at this stuff and I found the video and all that and just kind of you know, I was up for another hour or two, just kind of following <laughs> right. it. You know, it was starting to break on this. You know, it was it was almost like the moon landed or something, you know. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's well said. Kelvin, where were you? Where? What time of the evening was it? Where were you when you got all the info? It really came out of left field, right? Because yeah. Friday, Friday night, uh, me and my baby girl, I went to the take her to see the Barbie movie. And um, I actually ran into Dr. Robson and his wife there. And um, did he know at that point? If he did, he didn't, he didn't let on that he knew. So, uh, <laughs> so, I'm just curious, so, just, just ironic that you ran into him. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, it was very ironic. And anyway, after the movie and everything, we went and got something to eat and came to the house and, you know, kind of, Laid in, you know, got got some rest, and and um, my Twitter feed as well as uh my text stopped blowing up, and um, so some sometimes Saturday morning, like you all, in the middle of the middle of the odd hours, uh, I, I was made aware of that there was this button story going coming out there. So uh, it was probably somewhere between two and four in the morning when I when I became aware of it. So Coach Simmons' tweet, 10.32 p.m. is when he sends it out. Now, uh, I believe Coach Simmons is also very active on Facebook and Instagram, uh, all all of which the same – now, I didn't check to see whether they all went out at the same time, but knowing him, I got a feeling he probably posted all of these messages – or this this message, which is – the same message on all of these social media platforms uh, Friday night, 10.30 p.m. Um, and so for just for the purposes of our conversation here, uh, just to read what he said, uh, he said earlier today, it was brought to my attention that a rap video was shot by a prominent rapper in the football locker room of Gallimore Powell Fieldhouse without proper authorization. The video contained graphic language that is not consistent with Florida A&M's core values, principles, and beliefs, and an internal investigation is underway to determine who authorized the use of not only the athletics facility at Gallimore Powell, but also licensed apparel that potentially violates university branding and licensing agreements. Although I am a proud proponent of free speech and support all forms of musical expressions, the football team, as ambassadors of Florida A&M University, has a responsibility to protect the university's image. 
as a result of this unfortunate situation, as head football coach, I am effectively suspending all football-related activities until further notice. It is a privilege to wear the orange and green. And as a football program, our young men have failed to live up to the standards set before us. They will all learn from this mishap, and we will continue to work hard every day to become the best versions of ourselves and continue to make Rattler Nation proud. Willie R. Simmons, head football coach, Florida A&M University. All right, so there it is. And go. Instagram, Twitter, and everybody go nuts and go go ham over that. Uh, what what part of that statement, uh, Kelvin, I'm going to come to you first. Uh, what part of that statement rang true, rang hollow, was concerning as you as you read through it and maybe even read through it a second time? I think the thing that first caught my attention really was the potential, the branding and license agreement violating the universe, because uh, I just thought that was a stretch. But I would, I knew us being FAMU, we got the L LeBron deal, even though uh, we don't have much of LeBron apparel for football yet, uh, that's still being produced. Um, I knew folks would gravitate to things like that. Folks look for the negative in, in things. I, I thought the tone and what Coach Simmons said was pretty spot on for the most part. I thought it was reasonable. Um, they are ambassadors. They are ambassadors. Yeah, they are ambassadors to the to the university. Highly visible as we see now, and uh, I'm sure that's I'm sure that's one of the lessons that they'll take from this. Also, the, the players is that um, even though I I don't think there was malice intended in any of this. We are FAMU, and because we are FAMU, uh, people pay attention, and so we have to be mindful. And and um, I just wonder why they didn't run this by somebody, right? Or did they, right? Typically, if something like this, you know, hey, somebody in the group would speak up and say, hey, you know, man, this is cool and everything, but let's 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 ask coach if this is all right, or let's ask uh, uh, this person. And I just wonder. If that if that didn't happen, and if it didn't happen, why didn't it happen? We're gonna get into that in a second. I'm, let me ask you a question. Yeah, exactly. When you mentioned the apparel portion of this that caught your eye, what what did you see? I I only watched maybe the first ten seconds of it, and then I was like, oh hell, I can't watch this. Um, and so I I don't what <laughs> what part of the apparel stuff did you see that caught your attention? I was like you. I, I I still haven't watched the whole thing, but but uh, I mean, they just had the helmet on. Um, I, I saw uh, one of the polos uh, on with the Nike swoosh on it. Um, yeah, I mean, like what what might have been a violation? I just think um, they were because they didn't know, and they were trying to get out in front. of coach was trying to get out in front of, which I do applaud. Mm. You know. When he when he released this statement, nobody had really seen the video. Nobody knew what he was talking about. So, exactly. Exactly. so I, 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 I thought, yeah, I thought that was massive for getting in, getting in front of it. But um, uh, I didn't think or see anything uh, where where we would be in, in potential trouble for violating um, 
you know, license agreement. I know that the stuff made for football is specific to football and it's not commercial. And so, so I can understand, but I just think it was trying to cover all bases just in case. Okay. Drew, uh, your, your thoughts on coach Simmons statement, what, what kind of, what lines or what within his statement caught your eye? Well, I'm kind of like Kelvin with the licensing, the stuff with the licensing and branding. A, you, the first thing that I noticed was the white Fairview football helmet. So, okay. Which is one of the two core helmets that we have. Right. Team issue. Okay. You know, that, that's a team issue item. So is there any, was there any licensing agreements broken with that? with somebody who's not a member of the team or football operations being in possession and wearing that helmet. Same thing with the Nike polo that I saw in the video. Was that a, was that a team only polo and everything else that was branded FAMU? Was that team issue only? Or was that stuff available for the general public? Obviously, if it's stuff available for the general public, no harm, no foul on that on that particular portion of it. But once again, if that was team issue stuff, then you could be in potential violation of said agreements. So though those were the uh, things that brought it out that uh first thing that I noticed. Then let's talk about. Do I, do I want to talk about what are the elephants in the room? Because you got a whole zoo of elephants in, uh, here right now, Brian. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. I'll, I'll start with this one. The fact that it was shot in the locker room. Mm-hmm. The sanctuary of team sports is the locker room. Mm-hmm. That is the one place where student athletes are supposed to have privacy at. Media does not even normally get into the locker room without special permission. Right. The president doesn't come into the locker room without clearing it with the coach first. So for somebody to invade the sanctity of the locker room, that was kind of concerning to me. I, I had the same. I had the same thought about the locker room and the sanctity of of the locker room. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So thank God the locker room was clean. <laughs> I will say that because we know some of these locker rooms are not the most well. I won't say well kept, but you know, if you walk in at the wrong time after they've come off the field or whatever. You know, you still got tiles laying around, clothes laying around that the equipment people haven't had opportunity to pick up. So thank God that the locker room was actually clean. You just saw one or two bags up on top of uh, people's lockers, but everybody's locker was pretty much clean. Uh, But that's the one thing. Now, I've got some other thoughts on the whole of house situation, but I'm just gonna leave it right there for right now, so that I don't take up too much of the conversation. Well, let me let me throw something at you guys. You you guys both kind of brought up the licensing part, right? Which for me personally, I I couldn't really make heads and, and tails. Let me throw this out, Brian. 
And at 10 o'clock on a Friday night, you don't know because, you know, chances of you being able to catch up with the lawyer for the university who would have to answer that question is a 50-50 call. And probably what happened was some way, somehow, President Robinson, after Kelvin saw got hold of this via a phone call or via a text. Like, Mr. President, have you seen this? I think you need, I think you need to jump on top of this. President called the athletic director, athletic director called the head coach. And you you better you better figure this out real fast. This cannot wait until the morning. So, and a lot of people have been wondering why Coach Simmons said something and did just like kind of let this go quiet and sweep it under the rug because there's nothing really going on. Though everybody's focusing on media day. Did y'all not see what just happened at Northwestern two weeks ago, three weeks ago? Mm. Whether the coach knew or whether the coach didn't know what was going on at Northwestern. Mm. He had he had to follow the sword for Northwestern. Mm -hmm. So if so, the moment that Coach Simmons knew what was going on, he had to publicly do something before he wound up in a situation like Northwestern. Whether he knew, whether he didn't know, whether he could condone, whether he didn't condone, he did not address it. He that's what happened at Northwestern. Coach Simmons did not let that happen to him. He stepped out in front of it. Some people may agree with him stepping out in front of it. Some people may not may disagree with him stepping out in front of it. But he did what he had to do at 10 o'clock on a Friday night to best to best handle that situation right now. And what's, what's the next thing? We're going to talk about this all on Monday. We got the whole weekend to figure this out. We're going to talk about this on Monday. Hey, there, there is nothing worse than having a story break on the weekend. Now, especially in the summer. Now, hey, sometimes it's good to have a story break on a Friday because you got the whole weekend and people will forget about it on Monday. But in the dead of in the dead of summer, yeah, that's a bad time to have a story like this break out. But let me bring your attention to I, I you know, you guys brought up the licensing. And as I look back on this, and I think it's important to talk about the timeline. The first two words in the statement caught my eye and the first sentence earlier today. So this video comes out on a Friday, right? Now, it wasn't shot on Friday night. Uh, actually, if you go to the, if you were to go to the young man, I'm not condoning you to go to the young man's Twitter page, but I happen to go there. Um, he makes a reference that. A shout out to somebody, probably his editor, uh, video editor, that, hey, we got this video shot in 24 hours. Hmm. Now, there's two major scenes in the video. For those who haven't seen the video, there's the locker room scene, and then there's the scene at night outside of Spurs or some gas station. It's, it's a marathon now. But it, it's a marathon it a now, okay. It was a spur when we was in school. I, I got you. I got you. Okay. So uh, that tells me that if you did this in 24 hours, then most likely this happened on a Thursday. Okay. I'm just, I'm kind of doing it. He said 24 hours. So I'm, if you look at when he released the video on social media, it was Friday. Okay. So he, the, the timeline is, is, 
is interesting because coach says earlier today he was made uh was brought to his attention okay um and the investigation will reveal later on who brought it to his attention but you know you know guys i had a and, I, and you 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 tell me about my theory here and we can get into talking about how this happens now i think a lot of people you know i see people commenting talking about where was security at night did somebody sneak the players? Did the players sneak him in or something like this? I'm going to go a whole, I'm going to go left here on, on this thought, right? Because after seeing the timeline, I wondered, okay, if the scene at the Spurs was shot on Thursday night and this young man, and Kelvin, I want you to talk about this in a second. This young man had already been around the FAMU program, so he wasn't a stranger to the program. And we, and Drew, you just talked about the sanctity of the locker room. Coaches don't just randomly go through the locker room, right? What if this was shot in the dead of the day when the young man probably came up on campus? There might have been some guys in the locker room or up on campus already. And, you know, he's already cool with some of these guys and, you know, gets to talking and it just kind of does like, uh, hey, yo, we got this new song that we about to drop. You know, yo, y'all want to be in a video? How about we how about we do this right here in the locker room? It it takes all of one cell phone and another phone that's gonna play the music for this thing to get shot in about a 30, 30 minute window. If you look at the if you saw the clips that he did. Can I debunk that for a second, Brian? Hold on, hold on. Let me finish it and then go ahead and feel free to debunk all the hell you want. I'm just throwing a theory out there. Okay. That if this got shot on an iPhone in the in the daytime, you know, while other coaches are maybe in their office on the other side, music's playing. You don't really know. This guy's in the locker room. He could have shot this and just, hey, we're going to make a video. And I, I he, it could have been, hey, I'm going to put this on Instagram. Or we just going to do a little fun thing on Instagram. Next week, you know, it becomes part of this video, this bigger thing. Now, that may sound nefarious to some people, but I'm just trying to think, like, Young people may not be thinking about the consequences and be thinking of, hey, should I get authorization? Because, yo, this is this is this is one of our guys. This is one of our dudes. And so 24 hours, all of a sudden it gets cut, chopped up, put together, dropped on YouTube. And then unbeknownst to Coach Simmons, somebody says, yo, coach, did you see this video that uh, Boston, Boston uh, Richie uh put together and coaches like yo when who did this when did this happen all right so now kelvin drew debunk whatever let's let's talk about how this happens i want to go first and i'm gonna go real quick with this brian i guarantee you that video was not shot with an iphone brian and the reason i could the reason you can tell is, is because of the quality of the video, now, and I know iPhones can do some videos. Shot with an even Android. If you Man. shot that with an iPhone, if you shot that with an iPhone, you could tell lighting and other things were brought in to to shoot that video. That was just not something that you just randomly pulled out your phone and just and just started recording it all. You could tell that you could tell there was a tripod. You don't see you don't see it jumping. I don't care how much of a stabilizer that you have on your. Uh, on your phone or not. 
you could tell that there were tripods, there was lighting, there, there was other things that needed that needed to be done in order to shoot that video that will. That, right, whether you like the song or whether you don't like the song, the production quality of that video was, was pretty damn good. So Dude, that was more you, than I, that was more than an iPhone 14, Brian. Come on now, you I, have you seen what? Do you know what they're shooting movies with right. I do. I work with the, I work again, yeah, but he he wasn't holding that phone like this. He had he had a tripod. They got handheld stabilizer. I'm just saying you you he don't had that. lighting. Somebody had to walk in there with more than a backpack, maybe multiple backpacks or a duffel bag. To, mm. to set all that stuff up, you had to have a boom yeah. mic. You had to have all a this kind of mic. stuff. Hey. Oh my god! Okay. Well, well, he might be on the sub. You had no. to have something. You I had played multiple people, multiple yeah. bags that came in there to shoot a video of that quality, Brian. You could, this this is not an IG post. This is not a TikTok. This was quality work. Quality. Lord have mercy. The, okay. the, video, the videography was quality. Oh my god. The song I think is garbage, but the videography is quality, Brian. I okay. I okay. I, I agree. Oh. Hey, I, I agree with Drew on, on, on terms of <laughs> what, what kind of equipment was done. And I, I'll tell you, I keep it real simple in the, in the fact that the lighting. If you if you ever been in and seen the lighting in the, in the locker room, there's no way you could get that kind of quality without bringing in some kind of professional lighting to 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 um to that area. So so I, definitely, I've, I've no, it can't it can't be done. I, I, hey, man, okay, walk through that That's a whole other side. Even with the ring lights, you had to bring in ring lights. All right, all right, but. But anyway, regardless, um, how look at, it, was just a, it was just a theory. Yeah. So, but but whatever. Yeah. Okay, moving moving forward. Yeah, how I look at you know them being in the locker room. First of all, let's talk about what, what was going on. What right now? It's July, so you have player led workouts, right. and so because right now the the NCA won't allow the coaches to be a part of. Any kind of official workouts until the eight hours. fall. You get eight hours. Yeah, until the fall season starts, right? Technically, so they can't do any on field kind of stuff. So, so the kids are, you know, kind of working out together themselves, and most of them are in summer school. So it's not on. It's not abnormal for them to be, you know, at field house hanging out. Mm-hmm. All right, we've already established that this guy is a local rapper and um. He's been around a team. I'm sure he's probably went to school and grew up with some of the players. We have a lot of local kids on that on this team. So it wasn't probably wasn't, you know, abnormal for him to be around, to be be honest. And I know that we have some guys who do production, some guys who who do rap, you know. So uh, I'm sure someone who's in the industry, you got to remember this guy uh, works with Future and some some pretty big names. So he's he it ain't like he's a nobody. Um, so I'm sure the guys are comfortable being around him. What I don't want to do though is is uh label him nor the, the kids in this case. I I I I see it simpler as a bad decision, young people doing young things. I mean, I, I, I go back to when I was that age and 
and the places I hung and the music I listened to. I'm a I'm a Luke Skywalker NWA guy. I still I'm got right some of that music. I'm right there. They're explicit. And, and, and I would ride yeah, yeah, uh, Poison Clan, and uh, I ride around. Oh, I'm, I'm riding around saying some of the worst things you could ever say. <laughs> <laughs> and, and my partners and, and some of the young ladies were doing it too. I mean, I yes, wasn't the only one. I, I wasn't the only one at Vanguard or the Moon. Uh, you know, faces up uh, jamming to these Questions songs. So. Yeah, yeah. So, so this ain't nothing new. This ain't nothing new. No, uh, I, no. but I do understand that the university positioning, you know, they have to separate themselves from this and it's not acceptable. And like I say, my, my biggest thing is where were the team leaders since, you know, you know, somebody in that group to say, Hey man, you know, we cool and everything, but we can't do this here, man. Or uh, let me at least ask, is this okay before I do that? That's the, that's what's really missing for me. But, but see, that don't mean that. But that don't mean that the kids ain't good, nor the rappers it ain't good. I mean, that's that's his job. That's what he do. He making money. So, I, well, yeah, a, the, the language is foul and everything. But hell, I just came from. I got to say this. I just came from Essence Festival and and um uh huh um uh, and uh, um what's a, what's the name? Uh, Meg, Meg the Stallion was the closer on on Sunday, and the stuff she's talking about and all that twerking that was going on. That that's what it is. Wasn't Frankie okay, Beverly a maid? Huh? It was a typical closing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, the absence of leadership is one of the things that a lot of people are talking cool. about and fussing uh, about. And and you just mentioned Can I go those on, players. On uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, go go ahead, go ahead, Drew. Quick alternate theory. Maybe the players didn't have anything to do with this. Maybe he got to one of them 24, 25 year old security guards to let him into the locker room. Well, from what I'm told, okay, so one of the things that, that I asked, I asked a few people about how did how, you know, is there like key cards? Is there key access to get into the, the field house? I'm told there is not. So you know, this is old school keys. You know, you got to have a key to get into the locker room. And this is why I said the importance of the timeline will establish, was this done after hours? What what, what I would consider after hours, maybe after six o'clock, right? Was this done after hours or was this done in the afternoon? And again, you just talked about the coaches not being allowed to be around. These are player-led things. so. It, there's a there's the recipe there for players who aren't thinking responsibly about the bigger picture, right? Big picture, big fam you, big representation. I mean, what was it that Coach Simmons just said about being a part of the football team and how you are ambassadors for the university? That they're not thinking that, right? So all of that opens the door for somebody. And I, I know we, we're not going. We, you don't. You don't want to. I don't. I don't know the young man, right? So I'm not going. I'm not going to say he was trying to take advantage of FAMU. Um, but clearly he wasn't thinking about. He wasn't thinking about clearances and you know reputation, things of that nature. Um, 
you know, when, when he went in there and shot the video, put it like that. Uh, so I, I, I think that's something to be thought about here uh, in, in this whole thing. Um, let me ask, uh, what, I, I'm just kind of going through, I'm kind of looking at some of the comments here. Some of the players, let's go to the players. Uh, now, I, I'll tell you, honestly, for me, as much as we pay attention and talk about FAMU football, there are some players that I would be able to recognize outside of their uniform, and there are many others on that roster that I have no idea who they are outside of their uniform when they don't have a number on. I'll be perfectly honest. So I couldn't tell you who was in that video, and I don't, I'm not going to call any names out. Some people have said there were no players. That was just his. I have heard that. I have heard that. I've heard that. All yeah, I've heard that. Although you know, so I don't know what is and what isn't. And and the reason they say that was his entourage is because you saw the same group in the in the gas station scene that you saw in the locker room scene. I know there's. And it would be, I, it, it's not far fetched that the, the ones in the locker room followed him to the gas station. Oh, sure. But the likelihood of it, or uh, probably more not than likely. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure CSI. Look, the CSI Twitter could 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 surely <laughs> break this down and establish who is who. If we really, I thought we were law and order. Yeah, well, well, I think it ha- this is a forensic. This is a forensic digital situation here, so we might have to get the CSI, uh, CSI Tallahassee on the scene here <laughs> to figure out who who the individuals were. Uh, um, but I, I I do I don't so that that's the part that kind of can confu- you know I think is part of the investigation that's going to. Uh, to, to, to come up here. Um, what what other points about this, Kelvin? Uh, what other kind of big picture theories have come to mind here? Um, we we talked about some things offline. I, I just I want to give you a chance to kind of I- any theories and see if your theories kind of match with where I might want to go here or talk about as well. But but I want to give you a chance. Uh, what what kind of Kind of the oh no see now that's gonna be an interesting thought there uh, but anyway go go ahead Kelvin well I think one of the things that I wanted to say is uh, I think this is a learning moment a teachable moment and that's how I would like the university to approach it frankly you know you bring your your communications team in and and your 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 licensing team to kind of talk to the kids about you know. What, what what is permissible, what is not permissible, and, and the expectations, and just make it clear that, you know, if there's any questions or any any uh, skepticism, ask before acting, you know. And I think the other really learnable thing about this is that we are FAMU. This story, to me, is not proportionate to the coverage it's getting. You know, it's ESPN, CBS, on three, all these USA today. A lot of, a, a lot of, a lot of media outlets who, who who really never Inside. cover, who really never cover HBCUs. 
but fam you is a is a name is a brand slow and, news and, and you're right there's not a whole lot going on so anything fam you is going to get blown up to this proportion and i think this is something that the that the kids can see and, and realize and learn from that you know hey everything you do no matter what the intent was the results are and this is how you can impact FAMU's name, FAMU brand, and it make national uh, news in a in a in a in a in a negative light. So, so I I just hope that we approach it as a teachable moment and and don't beat up the kids. Or I, as a matter of fact, I want to talk about just real quick the uh what's the, what should be the consequences for me something like this. As long as nobody was told not to do something and they defied something, if it's just for face value what it's looked like, you know, you, you make some some guys do some extra lab, do some community service type stuff um, and so forth. But I don't even see a suspension for any team member. Or, now, if, if there's something that's breaking and entering, what about breaking yeah. and entering? Well, I'm not going there, man. I mean, there's I'm no, just saying. There's no reason, I'm just saying. There's no reason to go there. I mean, there's no evidence of that. I, I as someone who knows, let, let me let me let me help you out. As someone who knows that facility well, and all those assets, and all those access points, uh, there are pretty much no card readers and so forth and most of those access points and even if there were you know you throw a rock or something in in a door uh okay you know and and depending on the time of the time that this happens there's a lesser um police force available to respond to things so so there's a lot of factors in there but one area that I think the university could help make these kids make the better decisions is, is probably invest in upgrading the uh, access points that with technology and and actual security of the doors. There's no as far there's no security guard or you know uh, uh, someone sitting at in front of a desk most of the time, and you know when you you enter that space, but then sometimes they lock the door. So we we can improve that area. True. Go back to that comment. Go back to that comment by EA. That's 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 interesting. Kind of piggybacks on what Kelvin was just talking about. He's no, no, no. Uh, no EA. Go EA. It's it's. Hold on. I got it. I got oh, right there. there. Yeah. Thirty years ago, and he said I played over thirty years ago, and the complaint city administration for securing the field house and stadium has fallen on deaf ears. Thefts have been a common occurrence there. So. As to further illustrate that point that Kelvin's talking about, it ain't that hard to get in there, I guess, as we might imagine it is, or you might hope it is. Uh, so, again, going back to, hey, my guy, I'm just, I'm here on campus, man. I'm, I'm here at the, at the, at the field house. You know, there's a few guys in the locker room already. Yo, let's get in there. Let's, let's, let's shoot something real quick. I got this, I got this new song. It's titled whatever blitz 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 the blitz i don't know what the hell the name song is anyway <laughs> i don't want to be get off my lawn guy but i really don't know i just know it has the word blitz 
something, right? So <laughs> just saying. Um that that oh, that that look, I, I think I think there is a overall uh okay, thanks, Chuck. Send send a blitz. Okay, thank you, Chuck. Chuck, no, Chuck, you you about as old as, as me. I'm so you you know that. That's that's what's up, Chuck. Good. But he also used to listen to uh, all that, all that foul, music all the stuff that we used to listen to, that we used to listen to as well. So I got you, Chuck. Uh, appreciate it. checking in from Monroe, Louisiana. Hey, uh, <laughs> what I what I will say uh, as we talk about the leadership aspect of this and the teachable moments, because I had a conversation with somebody and it was kind of like, you know, uh, this is a, a failure on our leadership. And there's a lot of alums, a lot of folks who think that way, who do think. Where, how did this happen? Where how did how where where was our AD? Where was the president? Uh, you know things of that nature. This this shouldn't have happened. Where was security? Uh, where was FAMU police in this situation? You know how does something like this happen? And my my response the same way they took the picture at the naked picture at the Rattler. Thank you, thank you. Kid, kids will find a way to do the dumbest ish, and you know look. Thankfully, nothing was defamed. Nothing was destroyed other than our public image. Okay. But nothing was physically harmed. But yes, kids will find a way to, to do dumb ass. So uh, you, you thought you had it, you, whatever messaging now that VP AD Sykes uh, and Coach Simmons, when they when they meet with the team, now you have to go back, like you said, and have that conversation about we are a brand that everybody will talk about. All press is not good press. You want people to talk about your university, and when your name is associated with the university, it's not, hey, what's going on with that rap video that was shot in the locker room? But you want it to be talked about, hey, you know, you guys are expecting to do this or, hey, you accomplished this. You have an alum that does this. Uh, I saw a funny tweet by Roy Wood. Uh -huh. He went, you saw that tweet where yes. he said he, he went to an HBCU night in Texas and he was wearing a FAMU shirt, obviously representing, and he had a Texas Rangers hat. And he said, man, I went to the game looking to enjoy myself and I got people asking me questions about a damn locker room and rap video. <laughs> I, 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 that's that's how that that's how much this story spread in 24 hours so there is a there is a great opportunity a teachable moment for all of the students no matter the sport to talk about how you and you may have thought you covered every base and then all of a sudden guess what oh i i, forgot, I got one more base to cover because i forgot about you know music and social media and how you could be exploited and what that means to you down the road. Uh, so, yeah, uh, <laughs> Drew, what did you what did you want to add? You got what else did you want to add on on this? Just kind of going through the discussions and the the the, the chats. Um, I saw somebody talk about the NCAA. Uh, I don't think this, this has is nothing a, to do with the NCAA. Yeah, I don't think yeah. this is a NCAA. Uh, involved. No, no, it's not. No. But what I do find interesting, Brian, is this is almost a reverse NIL situation. You know, all the, all the screaming and all the legislation to allow athletes to use their name 
image and likeness because the university has been using their name, image, and likeness for so many years without their permission. Well, I think we just reversed the tables for at least one night where somebody used the university's name, image, and likeness without, without their permission. Now, yeah. how the university handles this is still to be seen. Technically, could the university seek some type of damages? They could. Should they? I don't think so. Because, you know, what does it look like for this big old university going after this small rapper, upstart rapper, who's been a supporter of the university? And if he was not a fan or a supporter of the university, he would have never even been in the locker room. Mm-hmm. So let, 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 let's be careful, uh, fam, you or how, yeah. how we trade on this because you will turn more people off by going after particularly this young particularly person. young people. The, yeah, particularly young people in the community. In Tallahassee. Yeah. yeah. Then you, you will, if you find a way to work with this man, let yeah. him apologize. Come on, we know how this works. He apologized, he write the check, he make a donation to the football team, yada, 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 and he's performing yeah. at homecoming in, in, in three months. We, we we know how that's how that is going to play out. But no, that's an interesting but scenario. Understand, though. And, and, no, what you're bringing up I, is a good point. Think about that, Art. point of view. Go ahead, Brian. No, no, no. I, I, I was, just, I was just saying. Do you feel like we are equipped to, to do that? You know, given all of the attention that that takes a level of, I think, mm, I don't know if humility is the right word. Maturity. But maybe sense maturity, sense of awareness, for for us as a university, for Florida A and M. To, to work with this young man to kind of, you know, because if FAMU wanted to come in all hell and brimstone, they could. Right? They have every and right to. They do. They, they have every right to because if this was, let's be real, y'all. If this video was shot at JCPenney, JCPenney would be upset. If this video was shot at McDonald's, McDonald's would be upset. This video just happened to be shot at Fam, you and fam, you has the right to be upset. No, no doubt about it. But from a PR point, how they react to this can 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 be a big windfall for them, or it could be disastrous for fam, you because fam, you has the big boy pants on, but they don't necessarily need to take. I'm gonna pull my coat. They don't need to take the belt out. And, and whoop somebody on this. <laughs> this is what you need. To, this is what you need to nurture and and and, and, yeah. and do this the right way. And you know, the gear really doesn't doesn't mean anything because if he would have if he would have just shot this video at the gas station with the FAMU gear, all it would have showed that he supports FAMU. By him shooting it in the locker room, it gives the impression that FAMU supports him. And I understand why FAMU doesn't want that image. In a video that contains ten N words, ten Bs, and four God two references, in a two and a half minute video. Is that, 
Yeah. Hey, hold on. That, yeah. That's only two minutes. Two minutes and twenty-two seconds. I don't know where four minutes came from, Drew. The, the I said two was, minutes. I said two oh, okay. And a half oh, you, okay. Yes, yes. Two and a half. Yeah, my my fault. Yeah. Baby. Is that an, that's an official count though? I I love. Yeah, that. I, I, I I counted it. it, it <laughs> ten, <laughs> ten bees, ten n words, and four garden tools, oh, uh, 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 along with a few f bombs and s's and a few other that, words. That, that should have been the that. name. That should have been the name of this show. We we were searching for the name of this show. That should have been the name of this show. Ten bees, ten ends, and some garden tools. That that's it right there. <laughs> I'm, I'm going in and changing the name. That's it. That's it right there. But but I I, I understand that. You know I just I understand that especially when you consider that your university it has a uh, 67% females to 33% male yep. ratio. Yep. So and, and, and athletic director is a is a is a female is a, is a female uh-huh. and, 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 and let's see how many bees do we have in there and how many guard tools do we have in there you have a female athletic director yeah yeah we we we, we understand we understand that and let's be real we talking about the old folk boy i'm st- i'm getting i'm getting ready to sound like my parents on on this well you're old you enough know. you're old enough to do I, that. I, so, I, I am old yes. as my parents was at that at that point yes exactly so now i but, understand what uh, they were fussing about you know is, would this be the place if i had a where well, i do have a daughter if i wanted to send my daughter to school that promoted this type of language or within within their campus that they promoted that would be that's why they're taking this type of stance fam you Yes, that that's they want yes, to, that they want to make sure this image. You know, if the female population leaves Florida A&M University, Florida A&M University is going to go broke. So they have to take this from, from a female's point Very of view and protect the, right. the, the young ladies at Florida A&M University. So, you know, a lot of people may not understand why FAMU is, is And the young this, people, but, I, I'll and, say this. La- Go ahead. Last I'm thing. Sorry. Yes. Last thing. And people say uh, the, the young men should have used common sense. Let me, mm. let me tell y'all something. Common sense at 20 is different than common sense at 40. Amen. And common sense at 40 is different than common sense at, at 60. Amen. So I just leave it right there. Avis, uh, don't be don't be jealous. Don't be jealous that we we garner this kind of attention, good and bad. All right. Hey, uh, well, I will know. I hey, will... hey, I got, I, I'm going to pay it today. I got time. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, 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 you know, air, you know, some places people take people radios and all that kind of stuff, you know, from they, from their coaches and stuff. We all got it in our families, right? So this ain't time to shoot shots at uh, each other. You know, we all can do better. Yeah. Just... And, yeah. <laughs> Hey, uh, I, I noticed, yes, he, the, he performed at homecoming. You know, hell, uh, two live crew might have performed at homecoming back in the day. You know, um, I'm sure at your homecomings, there's going to be some there's going to be some artists with some questionable background and lyrics. But that's what your kids, your students love to listen to. OK, uh, now. There are schools, though, and I do recall there are always issues with artists that when when the put it like this, when the approved list of who's appearing to homecoming 
comes up before the president and whoever else is in that executive office or decision making, they don't approve every name. You know, I, I got to imagine, you know, Kelvin, there, there you've heard of <clears throat> you've heard of instances where the university didn't approve of such and such an artist, maybe because of the controversy swirling around him or maybe his or her lyrics or content, regardless of their popularity. Uh, uh, there's always one-offs like that, but you know, generally the homecoming concert is there's a committee and it's uh, under SGA, and you know, there's some non-students who may be a part of advising that committee. You know, I, I was part of the homecoming committee for and the chair at least once or twice, so I'm familiar with that process. But generally speaking, the homecoming concert, you know, the students kind of drive that. But but yeah, if something the stream is out there and so forth, the university can and should step in to. Uh, but 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 I mean, all the art, all the acts, pretty much now. Like I say, we talk about the makeup of our uh, schools, you know, and, and ratio males to females and so forth, and that's everywhere uh, at all our schools. Um, I you know. It's the same way in, in a lot of our churches, right? It's a lot of institutions where we've kind of alienated and, and you know, kind of beat up, um, I think, that male population, and they kind of go the opposite weight on us. So that's that's what I'm saying. In, some, in this case, uh, I hope we can inspire um, and, and get this uh, particular um, person to maybe – do some more inspirational type things to understand what it means if he wants to be associated with fan and you. He's he's got to put project a better image than that. And so that's what that's what I'm that, I hope we're looking happen. for that yeah. looking for that donation check with that with that new contract he signed under futures label. We'll be looking for that looking for that new donation to uh to the FAMU football program. Nothing minimum, nothing less than six figures personally. Uh if I if uh if I had my say in it. Uh, too soon, Jeremiah, too soon. <laughs> the, uh, the video itself, which I think, at, if I recall, at the time that the memo was released by Coach Simmons, only really had about 50,000 views. They it's said, already they said three, about 350 now. Yeah, 354, 354,000 views. And I'm I'm willing to tell you, I'm willing to tell you that this story is not dead because this will make its way into the morning news cycle. And I'm predicting that it will make its way into Good Morning America, uh, CBS. I'm, I'm trying to think shows that have done stories with and around FAMU. So Good Morning America. CBS this morning, first take. Uh, things like this are what drive those shows. Good thing Skip Bayless not on right now. Yeah, because he and he and Uncle uh, uh, Uncle Uncle Shay 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 might might be talking about this, but and, and so see that's what's going to be unfortunately the thing that hangs over. Swat Media Day. Yes, obviously, you know, I I don't know. I that's the part that sickens me. I I really don't want to talk about it at Swat Media Day. 
Um, uh, unless something comes out of these meetings that uh, the president is going to have, and, and let me just for the sake of that, let me let me read the official statement, the immediate release from Dr. Robinson, which came out Saturday afternoon, 4:37 p.m. This was released from Florida A&M University. Uh, says uh, Florida A, or excuse me, F. FAMU President Robinson's statement on the unauthorized music video shot on campus. I am aware of the unauthorized music video shot on our campus, and I am asking for an immediate investigation to determine how it happened. This video does not represent our core values, nor our commitment to, quote unquote, excellence with caring in all aspects of the university, including athletics. Larry Robinson, PhD, 12th FAMU president. Uh, so that was President Robinson's release when he made it. Also, VP AD Tiffany Dawn Sykes released a statement Sunday morning, 1025 a.m. Um, and you guys tell me your thoughts on the the, the sort of the staggered timeline of these releases. I'm, I just want to hear your thoughts on it. So from Tiffany Dawn Sykes, I do not have all of the information, all of the information I need to make a complete and informed statement about the situation at this time. What I do know is that what is portrayed in the video is inconsistent with my expectations of FAMU student athletes. While I am disappointed, this isolated incident does not define FAMU athletics. I am committed to working with campus partners to gather as much information as possible, as quickly as possible. I support Coach Simmons's swift disciplinary action and am committed to educating our student athletes so that missteps like this don't happen in the future. Which one came out? Uh... After Coach Simmons, which one came out second? Well, so you had Doctor Robinson. Uh, Robinson Saturday afternoon, and then Sunday morning you had eighty uh, Sykes. Okay. And I actually, I actually thought hers was pretty well informed. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. I, I love the the honesty and transparency of of just saying I don't have all the information right now. I need to get which, if you listen to her, she's pretty good about letting you know if she doesn't know something she will take time to get an answer after she has an informed thought or opinion and and a lot of people will sometimes jump out there and we talk about being first instead of being being right a lot of people will jump out there to be first as we've seen in social media there have been some some posts by various entities on social media that are laughable <laughs> uh, some some posts alleged that people's scholarships were in jeopardy, and it was like, "What? Nobody said anything about anybody's scholarship. You're just making broad assumptions at that point." So, uh, stuff like that, you know, when you hear your AD say that, you know, I need to find what is and what isn't, and then work with the people on campus to make sure this kind of thing, and also educating student athletes as to why this is a misstep uh, 
Can what are your guys' say, thoughts on the timeline? Yeah, secret, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Secret, Brian. Yeah. One statement. Suspending uh, football operations. Can I tell you a secret, Brian? Yeah. They were pretty much going into a dead week anyway with finals being over with and the fall start of fall camp. There wasn't too much that was going to be going on with football operations this week. You got, heck, you got uh, Coach Simmons and a couple other people in the athletic department will be in Birmingham on Monday and Tuesday. So they not missing that right now. He suspended it on a Friday night. They don't work out on weekends most of the time. Anyway, so they not really miss. They not really missing a whole lot. Weight room will probably be closed next week. You know, this is normally the time where they close the weight room, and you know, this is when everybody involved with football operations take those last couple of days off because when they come back next week, after next week, they won't see another day off until till Christmas. Realistically. So, you know, they they got suspended football operations. Really don't read a whole lot into that. Now, I'm gonna throw this out there. Let fam you lose to Jackson State again. Everybody well, is going to make this the reason why. I, I don't whether know. Whether it is or whether it's not, everybody will point back to this this incident. That ain't and throw that out there. That ain't let's go to break, Brian. Let's go to break. Uh, I, I just, well, I, I just wanted to make sure. Um, I, I thought for a second we we're gonna. You saw Doc's comments there. I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, it is, it is concerning. Uh, also interesting that you have three different statements, and that's why I asked you about the timeline of the statements. So we can, uh, we can talk about that on the other side. Go ahead, go ahead and hit the break. You're watching the BCS in Sports Trap. We'll take a short break. Be back in just a moment. If you think all pads are exactly the same, think again. All right, welcome back. If you think all pads are exactly the same, think again. This is always Ultra Thin's reinvented with the always triple protection system. This pad wicks gushes 90% faster, absorbs even more so you can feel dry, and locks odors in. Rethink your pad for up to 100% leak-free and odor-free comfort with the totally reinvented Always Ultra Thins. This is always like never before. The Cuvée Group is a Florida-based marketing and training consulting firm. We help businesses communicate to their target audience and engage them in conversation. We also help to expand their audiences, which will ultimately result in growth for those organizations. In addition to being a certified constant contact specialist, my colleagues and I are also certified in John Maxwell Leadership Principles. We use these proven principles to conduct workshops, training, and private coaching sessions for individuals and companies looking to take things to the next level. Contact us to schedule a free consultation. Issues today, don't delay, call Cuvée.
looking for the latest information on Southern University sports, the Southwestern Athletic Conference, and HBCU athletics, there's only one place to go. Tune in to the Carlos Brown Show, exclusively on the Black College Sports Network. T. Madden & Associates is a sophisticated and experienced law firm located in your neighborhood. We're turning injury to cash. T. Madden & Associates obtained almost $2 million for my injury. They turn my injury to cash. Now, we can't guarantee how much your injury is worth, but we've recovered millions for our clients. Call T. Madden & Associates at 833-PAID-123. That's 833-PAID-123. Stride K-12 powered schools are ready to put over 20 years of being a leader in online education to work for you. Dive into curriculum designed for the online classroom. Team up with state-certified teachers nice. trained in virtual instruction. Take control of your child's education journey. Discover the power of personalized learning with a leader experienced in preparing kids for a future they can be excited about. Take charge. Stride K-12. Enroll now for the fall. Welcome back to the BCSN Sports Ride. Brian, AD, and Kelvin Rozier joining us on this episode is uh, we have uh, been talking about the biggest story happening over the past, I don't know, 48 hours, 36 hours in HBCU sports uh, regarding Florida A&M <clears throat> University. Uh, I did want to say, hold on a second here as I get that cough out of the way, that um want to remind everybody, Tuesday morning, we will be, the Black College Sports Network will be live in Birmingham, Alabama, covering SWAC Media Day. If you guys have followed us the last couple of years, you know we have been 100% live <clears throat> those uh, those two days. And I know, you know, which is great about the coverage more and more people are seeing what we what we did, what we're doing. And so we'll have more media, I'm sure, at SWAT Media Day. And more people will be going live, I'm sure. But uh, don't forget to follow us. You know, we're there. All of the uh, folks from our shows, I believe most of them will be in attendance. I know myself and Drew will be there. Uh, unfortunately, Kelvin will not. Uh, but I know Dr. Cavill... Uh, Charles Bishop, Mike Washington will be in the house. Uh, I, I know Jamie Walker, BJ Jones uh, will be there. So I, I'm sure usually we get a chance and we usually talk to probably 10, at least 10 of the schools. I don't know if we've actually gotten to all of the schools, Drew, but I know we get about all, most of them. We get most of them. And we'll also get the commissioner. We'll also get Dr. Charles McClellan. That'll talk as well. And then we might have some other <clears throat> guests or important VIPs that are wandering around uh, SWAT Media Day. So wall-to-wall um, -wall coverage. I think we do it for about four or five hours. So uh, we'll be there before people set up and after people have broken down. So 
make sure you're uh, watching the Black College Sports Network. Find us on uh, Facebook, uh, at MyBCSN1, on Twitter. Uh, MyBCSN.net is the website. You can also find us. And if you've downloaded Jericho Broadcast Network's app there, you'll also be able to watch the feed. MyJBN, MyBCSN. Go download the app on the Google Play and Apple App Store. Uh, yes, and uh, Avis, Israel, I'm glad you guys are listening. I said what I said. We coming. Anyway, hey, uh, let's kind of move be forward. Be nice in the chat room. Some of y'all, some of y'all going at it. Be nice, y'all. Yeah, I don't, you know, we don't have a particular moderator. Like, you know, when we do our ONG, we got, we got Dr. Lori who moderates. And we're kind of letting y'all go, go, uh, go, go, go free out there. So, you know, keep it respectful. You know, I, I don't, don't, don't have us have to, you know, from reach out and have to, you know, slow, slow your roll, slow you down. You know, we, we can have, we can have fun, engaged discussions. Uh, we don't have to be atting people and, uh, you know, just, just from there. Okay. Um, <laughs> What he said. Okay. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. Since since, he, since y'all think y'all going to win by 20, hell, we're going to say it too. We're going to win by 20. There you go. All right. So now it's all even now. Everybody thinks their team's going to win by 20. We coming. That's all I'm going to say. We coming. Uh, anyway, what, what, I, I don't know if you want to go back for a second and talk about the statements. Kelvin, the timing of the statements, the three different statements. And, and you know, you saw Dr. Cavill's comments. Now, this is a doc. When Doc says that, my ears perk up because here's somebody who, you know, consults and works with a lot of universities, a lot of conference um, uh, 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 conferences. So to hear him bring that up hmm, makes my ears perk up. Your thoughts, Kelvin? Yeah, I think um, I know where he's coming from. You, you kind of want one voice and even one statement coming from the university and it is saying the same thing and you can put the head coach and the athlete I read and the president all on it if you want to. But, I, you know, I, honestly, I don't know because because of how we operate and when I, when I say us, I'm talking about uh, HBCUs in general. Um, this is an athletic thing, however, because it involves the university and it, and it went public. This is also a, a a university thing, and so typically folks want to ha- have the voice of the president out there on on something that's this public in the media. So I I I, I understand where he's coming from with that. Um, it does, but I will say this. I'm just glad that the, the three leaders did have a statement. And, the, you know, it's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So it's the weekend. Some folks are doing other things, not paying attention, living and dying by this thing like some some of us are. And, and hopefully after Swag Media Day, this thing will be over and done with and it'll be gone, you know, and we can move on and get ready for some football. Yes, uh, hopefully the, the the you know the talking season is is so close to being over, as they say, so close to being over. Uh, I'm just curious, Kelvin, who, if it had to be one voice, who? Sh- I don't know if saying who should it have been, but who would you have prefer- preferred 
to see that one statement come from and when? Probably the AD, if it was, you know, ultimately, if it was going to be one voice. And um, I love the fact, frankly, though, that Coach Simmons' statement came before anybody knew the video was existed. We got in front of it. So whatever people got to say after, after they see it, the bottom line is that we got out in front of it. We made the statements uh, that we need to make. And um, we are, everybody kind of have a understanding of what the path for. There's a meeting tomorrow with the players and administration. And and from there, um, whatever's going to be is going to be, and we can move forward. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm fine with it. There, there's a small part of me, Drew and Kelvin, that wonders if if Coach Simmons doesn't make that statement, did more attention? You know, it's almost like did more attention come from him making the statement than him not making the statement? I understand why he felt the need to do it. And that's why I said I'm curious, was there some pressure or somebody saying, hey, you need to say this, you need to get out in front of this. But I also wonder if he doesn't make the statement, is the story not running early Saturday morning that FAMU football coach suspends all activities? You know what I'm saying? Uh, As somebody who has been in – those rooms when those conversations have been had. Well, first of all, yes, by him making that statement on the surface, he did bring more attention. Because let's be honest, Brian, would you ever look, would look at that video if Coach Simmons hadn't said anything? Would you would tell have. me? I damn sure wouldn't have. Okay, so on the surface, yes, you are correct. But I've been in those that war room, that meeting when you've had this almost crisis uh, crisis counseling or crisis uh, scenario and you figure out from a PR point of view how you want to deal with it. So I'm like, Kelly, the AD at this point in time should have been that one voice coming from the university. But having sat in that room, you you get into these two sides butting heads. You get into the athletic side, or how they how they feel they need to do it from an athletic marketing point of view, and then you get into the academic or institutional side, or how they feel they need to do it to protect the athletics is protecting the rappers. The academic institution side. Is protecting the family brain. Sometimes the visions of those two are not one in the same. Mm-hmm. So this is part of the reason why you may have the multiple statements because those people who look to Dr. Robinson's statement probably have never saw, seen Tiffany Dawn's statement and vice versa. There are people who saw Tiffany Dawn's statement who never saw Dr. Robinson's statement. There are people who see Willie Simmons' statement who have not seen either one of the other two. 
So, you know, you get a damn if you do, damn if you don't situation. But if you wanted one yeah. voice to come out of this, you want the athletic director because she is the head rattler when it comes to the athletics, but she's also a member of the cabinet when it comes to the institution side. So the one person that toes the line between both is the one who should be the front runner in this. And from henceforth, we'll see if, the, if it works like this, but in my opinion, she should be the sole voice talking from now on until this issue is put to bed. Not Coach Simmons, even though Coach Simmons is good at what he does, and he, he we know he's a PR genius. Not Dr. Robinson, because Dr. Robinson is Dr. Robinson. We'll leave it at that. If you're a rattler, you know what I'm talking about. She 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 should be doing she should be doing this. And what better way for a brand new athletic director to put a foothold on the program than to take the leadership and the lead in this situation? Yeah. Uh, I would imagine the Office of Communications would have loved to have been a part of, and and they may have. I, I don't know. Again, this is what'll be interesting. Oh, so, so, somebody, somebody. There were multiple people who had their input into what was written by at least Doctor Robinson, Robinson. Yeah, and, uh, and well, that part, and, and yeah, sites, and those two. And probably had uh, some input into Coach Simmons's uh, Coach Simmons statement, but that came so fast. I don't know how much they went. Willie probably wrote something. Uh, Y'all like this? This is what I'm gonna say about this. Somebody went over it and may have uh, out a word or two and sent it back to him. Post this, but I guarantee you the other two were a lot. There were a lot more people who had input on those. Statements number two and statement number three that they probably had on statement number one because more people were aware of it and got involved 